You were. I was been off, a while. off in my own little world just thinking about how how ridiculous the start of this podcast actually is. Yeah, well, and that's I mean, a that... perfect example. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, Cam, don't, Cam, uh, Cam. you don't get a, a Wookiee, uh, you don't pay the big bucks to a Wookiee not to do things like that. Look, to be fair to Cam, it's been a pretty uh, it's been a pretty big day. We've already done an interview with Broads. So we've had an in-studio yeah. guest. Yep. There was a lot of fiddling with cables around the back of the mixer and yep. the computer. So, look, we'll cut him some slack with that one. Yeah. Now, speaking of Broads, Rawdon, we've got uh, the evil genius Broderick Chavez on the podcast again today. We have. We're talking about various things, but the crux of this conversation is mm. periodization. Mm. And I believe we did try and talk about this with Broads earlier much, much earlier. Yep. And um, basically, we got a, a lot of vague uh, generalities because that's essentially the kind of questions that we asked. This time, mm. we really nailed him down with some yeah. w- with some take-homes, take-aways, yep. Yep. Uh, an idea of, I guess, how basic periodization can be from uh, just the, the very loose putting together of plans to the top end of periodization where... For something like the example he gave was an MMA, a mixed yep. martial arts yep. fighter, and so many different elements mm. having to have vectors mm. firing off into space from a distance out and landing right in the middle of the octagon mm. when, um, <laughs> when the, the cage in the cage when the fight starts. Uh, yeah. So it's a it's a very enjoyable chat. Yeah, yeah, it was really good, and um, and I think one of the things that he did mention, Tommy, like hear, hearing him describe the. Com- I guess the 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 complexity of a of a periodization plan for for someone that I mean I guess he was sort of uh, alluding to the uh, not the worst case scenario but the 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 most comprehensive scenario that would probably be well as you'll find out by listening mm. right at the very end it probably becomes a little more simple mm. and at the beginning it's simple but in that middle there's the middle part you know, of the, a career the, yeah there's a lot that comes into it and uh, my sort of question to him was like oh my god it sounds so complicated where do you start and and then he took a step big picture type stuff and it's like well you know if they're a beginner they just gotta you know what was it not get killed uh, have some base level be strength. Be fit enough, and, be the right weight. Be the right yeah. weight, and that's it. Yeah. So it's it's really, uh, it's not that complicated for, depending on where you look at, 
mm. uh, on that periodization timeline and, and and I guess like he pointed out the where they are in their career their their mm. athletic career what I also liked about this chat Rodden, was we did cover some general principles that would apply to most periodization models yep, yep. in terms of the the acquisition of skills or qualities mm. um, the recessions of those qualities yes. and and how they um, how they taper off over time so mm. it takes you a certain amount of time to build muscle mass for instance yep you can build strength in a shorter amount of time than that and you mm. can then produce speed in an even tighter time frame than mm. the strength mm. but all those qualities do then recede at various rates yeah. as well and so you have to factor that into your periodization model yeah. and he gave us a good some good rules of thumb mm. as to how long it takes to acquire a skill and mm. how long you can maintain mm. it for before it drops off yeah it recedes like a hairline i think hairline with super physiological doses of anabolics recedes and that's fast <laughs> yeah. and, and you know you can yeah. get the row game but it won't come back in a hurry mm-hmm. um yeah and and body composition was one that he threw in there that slow burn so mm-hmm. building muscle mass i think all our listeners will probably appreciate is like yeah that shit just takes a while mm-hmm. and it was interesting that um i mean broads is synonymous broads and anabolics and broads and peds are synonymous you know you don't you often hear a sentence without the two mm. and he pointed out even in that world shit just takes time if you want to build yes. muscle change body comp this yes. stuff this stuff takes a while yes. so and yeah i thought that was an interesting point and uh and everything else seemed to be much uh much easier to not easier but uh but quicker to achieve. obviously still a lot of hard work yep. but a lot quicker to to get those different skills mm. and qualities that, that you need in the ring or and the octagon and surprisingly Rodin, we didn't actually really talk about the performance enhancing drug uh, no. side of things it i mean a, and, and which is another layer of complexity once again and yes. maybe we're getting back on to talk about that in terms of periodization yep. but obviously there's the the family tree of different compounds and yeah, they have yeah, yeah, you know yeah, all yeah. sorts of different associated uh look symptoms side effects uh, desired effects and, yes. and periodizing uh, drugs is very exciting for broads as well. The, the management of things. But look, to be honest, I think it was, he was just getting, as, as you guys will hear, he was just getting so excited about, this is the stuff that he, he really, loves. really, really loves. You yeah. know? This is the mad scientist type stuff. And I think, to be honest, Tom, if we laid in the, 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 the dangle, the carrot of, of gear, too much. and uh, it would, he, he would have exploded, I'm pretty sure. He would have imploded in some sort of... Uh, <laughs> Uh, black hole type yes. dwarf dead star type thing but but yeah maybe layer that in next time but mm-hmm. yeah you're absolutely right that would be another and and again what sets him apart from uh, from a lot of others is that, that he does have that uh, covers all basis yes, uh, yes which yes. is absolutely fascinating now uh, but let's get to Broads very very quickly but before we do he's going to be out here next yep. weekend with you so I'm really sorry no I, look I'm, I I I'm pretty sure make it up there, mate. I'm pretty I mean, sure if you if you Check with Tazzy. <laughs> uh, she, you're under the thumb. She might not let you go. Might that might be yeah. you're, you're, you're out. But we're in Queensland. Uh, Tony Attridge up at the College of Health and Fitness. Uh, we're going to do uh, three seminars. So myself and Brods on the Friday, the 28th, Saturday, 29th. Physique prep on Friday. Uh, strength and power sports uh, Saturday. And then uh, one with Gavin Hewitt and, and Brods on the Sunday. G'day, Gav. Uh, Gav, if you're listening, it's a nice uh, guy. He, he's absolutely amazing. But that's mm. going to be the uh, motion language and application, where basically understanding how what the different muscles are called, and um, and when you understand that, and the the mechanics of the muscles, and uh, how you can incorporate that into program design. So it gives you, I guess, another a layer on, on basic programming that you can be a little more specific. But really, really cool. On I've the, actually seen Gavin, prese- Gavin uh, present. 
It's back in the Icon days, and he yep. was he was running an FMA. Yeah, 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 yeah. He used to run all the stuff FMA out, for out a bit. of uh, Icon. I was so impressed with his presentation style. You know, like really uh, measured yes. and um, very in control of the content. Yes, it's nice and calm. It's yep, a, yep, yep. It's got a it's got a warm a warmth. Nice yes. learning environment quality that he creates. It'd yeah, be, and, and he probably um, it would be the 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 yin to uh, Brods's yang. Yes. You know, you can ask a question. Yes. Uh, and you you know you won't be torn to shreds by uh, Brods because it was a silly question, mm-hmm. and uh, Gavin will offset that. But that's on the Sunday, uh, which will be the 29th. It must be 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th on the Sunday. So uh, really excited about that. You can go to uh, if you're interested. Uh, events.teamevilgsp.com for all the information there and uh, yeah let's let's get into a bit of broads and uh, periodization very good got us Cam got us righto okay Avenger there were some technical issues in here Rorden, technical issues but um, everything's online we have the evil genius Broderick Chavez joining us once again g'day brothers. Man, how are you? What are we going to do? We're going to. Uh, we figured it was well overdue getting Brods back in the studio to uh, get a little bit of more juiciness from Brods on the back of. Uh, we did a pile of seminars earlier uh, this year, and we've got uh, myself and Brods of flying off solo up to Queensland. Mm-hmm. We got a little uh, set, couple of seminars next weekend, haven't we, Brods? Yes, we do. I'm. I'm actually really excited about this set. Yeah, yeah, we're up there with uh, Tony uh, Attridge at the uh, uh, College of Health and Fitness, I think it is up there, Brods, yeah? Yep, and this is um, the first, uh, you know, you and I have a very good presentation, we have a good routine, we've been refining it, but now what we have is really great amenities, so we have the proper presentation now in the proper location, so that is going to make a big difference to the final product people see and hear. Absolutely, absolutely. So we've got, it's actually three days of uh, shenanigans up there, Tommy. We're yeah, I'm, to... I'm real sorry I can't be there, <laughs> boys. I mean, it, Mate, it's we, just, it's, uh, I reckon you know. if we pull some strings, bro, we could, we could chuck you on a flight, Tommy. You oh, want, no, you want to come up? No, you want no, to come no, up? No. I, I don't want to throw a, you know, a <laughs> spanner, in the, spanner in the works. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to hoodwink you, uh, Tommy, <laughs> that's for sure. But we've got the, uh, so Friday, we've got the, the 28th is uh, physique prep. That, that right, Brods? We're going to basically you and I will be going toe to toe, toe to toe with uh, for the physique prep side of things, and then uh, that's basically covering everything that we know on physique prep. And you've got a, a squillion years, and, and you're actually working with uh, uh, pro athletes in the past, and you've got Andrew Hudson on board at the moment, South African pro. So this is all fresh, and um, we're going to give uh, everything that we possibly know in regards to uh, physique prep on the Friday. And then on Saturday, we've got uh, strength and power sports here, Brods. What are we going to sort of go into there? Um, well, first of all, the syllabus is published on the website that's vending yep. the tickets. So you can actually read point by point exactly what we're going to cover. But in a real capsule version, we're going to cover basic biology, which is how I begin everything because I believe it's where everything begins. Yep. And then we're going to translate that basic biology into the progression of things that take you from – you know, being alive to frolicking, <laughs> running, jumping, to lifting, to going really fast, to et cetera. So it's literally just going to be the systematic approach of everything you need to know. Uh, and a large portion of the practical application focus will be on periodization because literally, as I hope to explain to you, periodization is the absolute secret to translating just I lift weights to 
I lift weights really well. Absolutely. Uh, on the right day, at the right time. Absolutely. So that's and, gonna that's gonna be the big key. And uh, and we'll definitely be going into the periodization side of things for a physique prep on the Friday as well. And and I've got that fifty two week uh, periodization model that. Um, that I've presented and uh, discussed before, but I've added uh, a little bit more information on that one, Broad. So we're going to be covering uh, the periodization for the physique side of things as well, absolutely. And then when we've uh, finished talking about this, Tommy, we're actually going to tackle uh, periodization uh, from Broad's today to give a little bit of an insight into uh, what it all means and uh, some specific terms and uh, and so our listeners can actually get their head around uh the, the, the simplicity of periodization, but also the the uh, the elements that, that make it a, such a beautiful thing mm-hmm. uh, pending the end goal. So that's on uh, Friday and uh, the Saturday. So we will um, uh, see everyone that does want to come along to those uh, events. There are still tickets available, and that's at the College of Health and Fitness up there in Brisbane uh, with Tony Attridge. So I'll um, rattle some... Uh, contact details off shortly but we've also got a a third day as well broads you've got a a couple of little seminars that are floating around up there i think you're doing something with thomas lilly uh on the sunday evening but prior to that you're collaborating with gavin Hewitt. yeah you're putting a uh a seminar together and he's given me a little bit of information on that one but uh the motion language and application uh where you boys are going to be going uh into understanding the biomechanics and anatomy uh, to achieve better exercise selection and execution for competitors, coaches, and physique and strength sports. Uh, so basically, you get a better, more comprehensive, effective programs, I think, is the end goal that you guys uh, are going to try and deliver on the Sunday. Yeah, strangely, uh, and I don't really want to take credit for this because quite literally, Gavin's done all the work. I've literally just sat in the background and shook, shook my head and Yes and no. That I've done very little, <laughs> but the the reality is this whole entire seminar came because of one thing that I said, and uh, it was actually me just parroting something that a college professor of mine said. It was one of the few decent professors I had, and one of the few uh, individuals in my educational past that I really respected. And uh, he, he said, uh, and I'm I'm paraphrasing, but he said this: when you think, you think in language you think in words and therefore the quality and quantity of your language is the ultimate arbiter of the quality and quantity of your thoughts and i relayed that to gavin a year and a half two years ago and it's been bubbling (laughs) and finally come to fruition in this and it's that we want to tackle the language and if you begin to understand the root language of science which happens to be Latin, but it could be anything. But if you really begin to understand the language, so much of the things you say and do come into a much finer clarity, a much finer focus, and you actually begin to understand what you're saying instead of just making noises, you're now making thoughts. And once that translation happens, the world is entirely different. <laughs> Wonderfully said, Brods. It reminds me of a classic uh, Terence McKenna uh, discussion where he was, um, he, you know, he was explaining when a newborn baby comes into the world, everything is magical. By the time it's three or four, everything has been tiled over with language. You know, when it when it sees a bird for the first time, it's this magical flying thing, and then it's that's a bird, that's yeah, a bird, yeah, 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 that's, yeah, and then yeah. it becomes a bird, and it's not magical anymore. Yeah, 
Very much true. Uh, <laughs> Terrence McKenna, d- despite spending most of his time immensely high, was really had the mind and the um, temperament of a poet. Absolutely, absolutely, very exciting. All right, so those right. Uh, just to uh, wrap this up, so we can get into the meat and nuts of this conversation today, and, mm. and go balls deep into the periodization side of things, because I know our listeners would be uh, hanging on that. Uh, events.teamevilgsp.com will give all the information there uh, like uh, you said Brod's uh, overview of what we're going to cover on each day and up there on the, the details on that link yeah yeah the link you listed is correct and that's where the tickets reside so anybody wants that information they can find them there and this is the height of my commercialism there's also <laughs> now tickets listed for um, myself uh, touring um, the uh, UK, UK and Ireland. Yeah. So if, if anybody happens to stumble <laughs> on this podcast from that corner of the world, take a look at those tickets as well. Beautiful. And, and so that is, again, events.teamevilgsp.com for uh, all the mm-hmm. overview and uh, tickets. And I think they're a couple of hundred bucks uh, or there's a discount for both. And and I think the uh, the Sunday with Gavin, the, the motion uh, workshop, uh, tickets will be floating around there somewhere. I think they're cheap, Tommy. It's it's like seventy five bucks or something for the day. So, discounted. Uh, you know, you get the guys and girls that are coming to the the, the Friday and the Saturday to hang around on the Sunday and uh, uh, take part in that one. But um, but that's going to be really awesome. So that's next weekend. So what are we going to go into today, Tommy? So we're going to go uh, periodization, yeah? Well, yeah, Brods, I mean, you alluded to the importance of that or the that being the centerpiece of all things. Yep. We tried this once before, and Rodden and I asked bad questions. We used yes. bad language, and we got a lot of it. Depends. It depends. <laughs> wow, you start by making a fucking list. And, <laughs> and we're going to try and nail you down on some stuff today. So okay, when you start, obviously, you're working with a date, and you're creating a list, and it's like a, a hierarchy of athletic needs. You're looking at the demands of the sports and the strengths and weaknesses of the athlete involved. And then you're putting mm-hmm. down everything it could be and putting them in some sort of order. Can you explain mm-hmm. this first step and, in the process? And also, Broads, for, for our, our listeners that may not have a grasp on the concept of periodization, give us that, uh, that well, you, you're going to end somewhere, going to start somewhere, and everything in the middle is periodization. Maybe a, your synopsis of what it yeah. actually is and then where well, you start. Actually, I'm going to, I'm actually, I'm going to deviate from what you just asked for just a pinch and not give you what I think, but I'm again, talking about relaying something that someone else said, um, the late great, and I do mean great Charlie Francis was essentially the greatest track coach in the history of humanity, um, responsible for Ben Johnson's, you know, 979 and many others, um, described periodization in this fashion. He described periodization very much like making a movie. If you were a producer and you're going to make a movie, say, I'm going to make a movie. But the reality is you don't make every aspect of the movie. You have a vision for the final movie that you want to be seen on release date. But you have a group that's doing the the writing and you have a group that's doing the the, the set design and you have a group that's doing the – the wardrobe and all of these different groups and all these groups vaguely need to know what the other group's doing, but by and large, they're also pretty independent. And it's your job to oversee all of this mess and get all these different groups to communicate enough, but not too much and all be done at the proper time so that the next thing can seamlessly and smoothly begin. 
So the writing needs to be done. But while the writing's going on, the wardrobe people need to start getting an idea of what that's going to look like so they can yep. make the guess. But then the, the, the team that hires the actors needs to know, of course, what the cast is, you know, what the, 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 the personalities in the movie is. Huh. But they also are going to have some input onto the, for instance, the wardrobe because who, you know, whether you're tall, short, Yep. You know, dark light, all this stuff matters all the way down to the final, you know, last little minute of editing is all about getting everything initiated in such a way that there's never a breakdown or gap and everything can seamlessly move to the end. That's literally what you're trying to do with a sport. You're making a movie. You know the, the release date, you know the yeah. day of the thing, and yep. you have a vision of what it's supposed to be. But you need each and every aspect, whether that's a track athlete, a weightlifter, or an MMA athlete. Let's take an MMA athlete. And you, there is the overall general overarching demands of the sport. They have to be physically fit. They have to make their weight class. Yeah. They have to be strong enough to wrestle with another human being. They have to have all these various different things. They have to have very specific skills, you know, yes. kick, kicks, punches, etc. All of these things are independent and separate, and each one of these has a different time course, a different level of effort that goes into it in a general global sense. Yeah. So you've got all these characteristics. Then you've got an entirely different thing is now you're, you have an athlete, and maybe the athlete's particularly good at certain aspects, particularly bad at others. So just because the sport's very, let's say, cardiovascularly intensive, you might have an athlete that excels at that. So that now moves down the list of importance because they're good at it. Yep. And then maybe because they're particularly good at the cardiovascular point, they probably a little lacking in the strength department. So now strength moves up the list. So you've got this list of necessities for the sport, but the athlete and potentially even, and this is why MMA is extra interesting to me is even potentially the opponent determines yeah. mm. the order of these things to fight one person. It might be, we're just going to cardiovascular this asshole to death. Yeah. Another athlete, it might be, no, we're going to wrestle this asshole to death. It mm. might be, we're going to skill this guy to death. So now you've got the demands of the sport, the strengths and weaknesses of the athlete, plus a wild card, your estimation of the opponent, all going into you, ordering this big outline of what you think you need to bring to the table. Then when you finally get it in order, regardless of what the order is, it's cardiovascular, it's strength, it's skill, it's you know, yeah. leanness to make, to make weight. You have this stuff now in order. Now you have to have somebody like me, and believe me, there are millions of people like me, hmm. that can now begin to put a timeline on each of those things. To get you into the necessary cardiovascular condition is going to take 12 weeks. To get you sufficiently strong is going to take six weeks. To get you sufficiently skilled is going to take seven weeks. And so now you've got a time course for these things. And now the time course begins to become the order of events. Yes. Then it gets even more sinister because some things have greater or longer recession rates meaning yep. if you lift a bunch of weights and you get strong you don't get weak in a day you don't get weak the day you stop working out so strength has a very slow recession rate so even though it might only take six or eight weeks to get sufficiently strong you might still be able to do that 
12 weeks before the event because the recession rate is less than, say, 10 weeks. So now you've got an, a window where you can move this around. So now you have kind of these blocks of it's going to take this long to do this, and it's going to only last this long. And now you can start to put these blocks in order of when do I need to start each thing to get it to either end on my target or end within a sufficient window that it doesn't diminish before my target. And it gets even more more sinister is let's say you have a situation where the cardiovascular component is going to interfere with the skill component. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now what does now what do you do? Now you say, well, we'll do the cardiovascular component here, but we'll do way more than we need. We'll accumulate 30 or 40% more than we need. So then as it recesses, as it recedes, we'll land, we'll coast right in. Yes, we're not as good as we were at the height of our training, but we're good enough to meet our goal. And we're not using that energy, and we can use that energy to deal with skill. Hmm, it's very good, mate. very lovely, good, lovely. You're so excited there. Um, uh, did you, this is the shit. This is the shit. Literally, I mean, to some degree, I'm actually very, very pleased to be an insomniac because at night, while I'm walking around cursing that I can't sleep, yeah. this is the shit I'm thinking about. I'm spinning 57 different ways that I can reorganize a training package to get every trait to arrive at the place I wanted mm. with the minimum amount of interference. And it's amazing at the number of iterations and to some degree, the absurdity of some of the iterations you could come up with it, it's really exciting shit and yeah like broads okay that sounds absolutely awesome but me listening to it sounds like oh my god like where where do we start like how, how on earth do you start coming up with this list like are you and, is there some sort of and it, t like t like do you have a do you listen to listen slash watch slash questionnaire slash grill what do you do to find out where their strengths are where their weaknesses are and and that is it is it a case broads that you obviously you have wealth of experience there tommy but you know it's sort of like well that's a different sport than what i've dealt with previously do you yourself have to look at what the the needs and demands of those sports are or are they sort of similar they fall into similar care like fight sports are always going to involve these sorts of elements outside of what the individual actually needs more or less of i suppose well there's a whole lot to your question the first part is there's a reason why i begin all my seminars with basic biology because regardless of what endeavor we're about to engage in we are all working with the same basic tools you know mm -hmm. Two arms, two legs, same basic yep. organs, same cellular processes. So on a certain level, we're all the same. And to a certain level, all sports are the same. Yes. And then they deviate as you move down into finer and finer complexity. And my point is this. Depending on where you exist on your athletic career probably depends on how expansive and fine right. – your list is yes. if you were a very junior athlete it's really just i need to be in shape i need to make weight and i yes. need not to die yeah. like that's your mma list hmm. and so that list is very easy yes and it also then gives you the opportunity to develop experience and in the process of getting in shape making weight and not dying you might realize ooh, and i really wish i had a fucking block for that thing yes. so that goes in the skill category and so my point is you're you're 
just yeah. like your athletic career, your periodization begins very, very basic. And as you as an athlete develop, so does your concept and cognizance of periodization. Yes. Mm. And, then, yeah. and then very coincidentally and very interestingly, as you get very, very advanced, it then begins to contract again yeah. because the mm. number of things that you don't have sewn up are very small. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. There are literally, you, you might, I don't know if you follow boxing, but like some of the really great boxers like Floyd Mayweather and those mm. kinds of names, they literally will just practice one or two fucking things in yes. their training camp to a fight because they're the best in the fuck world. They're good at everything else. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I guess with those broads, it would be far more what they're the, what they need for that particular opponent. They would, they would have a look. 100%. They're this. Let's just 100%. work on that. And also I think what plays into that as athletes, once they've developed that level of skill, they've also been around for quite a while and they're older and they have to prioritize where they're spending their energy and so training is like, okay, what's the minimum amount of effective stuff that I can do? And let's save all the juice for the, the actual event. 100%. And that, and though those things, you know, that all sounds great and everything, that's to a very large degree stuff that just happens. You yeah. literally just as a, as a living creature, that's your modus operandi. Mm. You, you don't even really need to plan that because that's just how you do. It's the upward curve that's interesting is that every time you go through this process, you identify more things that you're like, fuck, I really didn't even know I needed to know that. Now, I mean, and that's how your list gets bigger and your attention to detail gets bigger because details are quite literally brought to your attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fascinating. Can we, um, uh, before we get maybe back into the MMA example, uh, you mentioned right. the recession of qualities and the interference of qualities. Can yep. we just maybe do some blanket rules as to uh, different strength qualities, maybe speed, strength, muscle mass, mm -hmm. uh, and how long, what's the order of what takes the longest to develop, what lasts the longest, what yeah, proceeds cool. the quickest, just so Good. our guys have got some rules? Absolutely. Um, the two big ones, and this interestingly carries over to probably a lot of your listeners who are really physique people. The two that carry over to physique people are also the two that usually find their way into an MMA-type list, and that is muscle mass and leanness, which is physique top to bottom. Yep. Both of those, as a rule, are very slow-moving traits. Okay, Burning and metabolizing fat is a very slow process. Anyone who's tried to diet is reasonably aware of this concept. And building muscle mass is also a very slow, long-term process. Even under the influence of powerful pharmacological aids, Absolutely. it takes years to accumulate substantial amounts of muscle. Okay, Body weight can be manipulated pretty quickly. That's not the same as muscle. To actually have real, long-lasting, in this case, very relevant, functional muscle, yeah. we're talking a very slow accumulation rate on the order of months. Okay, months, as in sometimes, you know, many, 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 like 30, you know, lots of months. Mm -hmm. But in, in fight, you know, you're, you're talking about an active fighter. You're probably talking about 12-year blocks. So you're probably talking three, four months of time to accumulate muscle mass and reduce body fat. So that's a very long, slow-moving, 
series of traits. Mm-hmm. And the good news is, if it's good news, um, they then mm-hmm. return, they, they, they revert or reverse their general trend in about half the time span. So if it took you 12 months to build a given amount of muscle, it will recede to zero in roughly six months. And very roughly the same applies to body fat. Uh, assuming you're not continuing to pursue the trade. Okay. Yep. So body composition stuff is your slowest moving. Mm-hmm. Then next you move into more of your speed and strength. And depending on who you ask, there are people out there that would tell you they're the same thing. I happen to believe they are not, and I'll explain why. But strength is definitely the core of that. And this is something I've said relatively often in, in seminars, and I get a lot of uh, angry looks, uh, usually by the powerlifting guys and or the natural crowd, because both of them, I think, are guilty of the same fucking error. And that is strength in, in, its, in its absolute definition actually plateaus or peaks relatively quickly. You don't lift a weight. You start lifting weights. Your strength skyrockets. And then flattens out pretty quickly. Now, can you continue to make strength gains? Absolutely. I made a career personally out of that. Like, obviously, you can. But my point is, is the the easy gains are very quick, very quick. Yes. And then it slows down substantially. So for practical purposes, the transient accumulation of strength is a very short-term process. Okay. Now, the Great news about strength is, is it's also very long-lasting. It actually can last longer than it took to accumulate. You can get basically a maximum amount of strength for your momentary conditions in as little as six weeks, but it might actually last 12 weeks after you stop using it. Yes. Hmm. Now, the catch is speed is really almost not a real thing it's 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 an an amalgam of your size because you have to be moved through time and space you 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 are the mass that's being locomoted so it's a combination of your mass your strength and then the wild card and this is why i really think it's a different thing is your neurological ability to activate it yes and that neurological aspect is the most transient thing here. Neurological acuity can be brought on in literally seconds. Mm. Now, that's a a, a very special case, but literally you could change your neurological acuity in seconds. So we're talking days, weeks at max. You get all the speed you're going to get, but now the problem there is it literally recedes even faster than it accumulated. So it might take you three weeks to achieve maximal speed, but it's literally going to take you a week to lose it. So now with these kinds of concepts in mind, Uh. you can kind of see where each of these things goes in this timeline that you're creating. If you start at the event, speed is obviously going to be bunched up pretty close to the event. Yes. Strength is going to be bunched up pretty close to the event. And then body composition is going to be pretty goddamn distant from the event and then you might have some transient blocks of things in there and then once you build that just that basic understanding of this takes this long and lasts this long then you can start to look with a kind of a a, a, 
a highlighter and say, will that interfere? Will me trying to do body composition and the beginnings of strength, will that interfere? And you might make the argument, yes, it will. So I'm going to move. I'm going to take this. I'm going to push it over a little bit. And I'm going to stretch this over a little bit. And now maybe I have a less than ideal strength block, but I don't have direct interference. Yep. Yes. So yep. yep. That's that's the kind of thing you do. It then becomes just kind of a, a give or take. I would have a little interference, whether balls out separate them and have maybe suboptimal time frames. And it, that is where oftentimes the athlete, the conditions, and maybe even the coaching philosophy at large begin to come into play. And by the way, that coaching philosophy at large, that's actually hugely relevant. There are athletes and coaches that simply feel that certain characteristics are just funda- more fundamental than others. And yeah. so no matter who they are or what they're doing, they're like, thou shalt have the lowest possible resting heart rate or you're not a fucking fighter. And that has actually, as silly as it sounds, it's actually served some of the greatest boxing coaches in history of humanity really well. So don't scoff. Just know that that can affect the decision-making along the way. Absolutely awesome. A couple of things. Um, Tell me, Brods, like in physique prep with my experience, often the outside of genetics and, you know, you can point out how significant genetics are with with what we're talking about from an athletic perspective as well. But outside of that, is it occasionally all those timings and uh you know you 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 just got it all right the 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 athlete had the right time to apply at each section and and you know do sometimes it it all goes perfectly to plan and and it really is a when you see an outstanding result on stage is it is it mm-hmm. a, an accumulation of everything was just time does it have that bigger influence when you get it all right yes yes yeah. literally literally when you take uh, if you look at like Olympic programs, you look yes. at uh, foreign countries where they have Olympic programs that are flighted in terms of uh, like like AAA athletes, AA athletes, A athletes, and then yeah. elites. Or do, do, depends on the country, the scale, but they you have that kind of thing. And contrary to the way I would do it, um, the lower tier athletes get lower tier coaching. Yeah. And many times you'll see an athlete move up the tier oftentimes not because of any excellence on the athlete's part, but literally because there's an opening athlete, this athlete moved up to here or that athlete over there retired or so there's a kind of a a migration up the food chain, if you will. Mm. And when the athlete moves from say triple A coaching to double A coaching, they suddenly perform way fucking better. That's because the program, the paradigm, the periodization and the cognizance of the coaching and the pairing of the coaching to the athlete is better and Mm. so the answer to your question is absolutely in in, it is beyond my ability to describe to you the absolute awe-inspiring beauty of that moment when you realize every single gear is going to catch and this machine is going to run like a fucking pocket watch when you when when that moment happens it's just it's just it's nicer than anything it's 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 bizarre Hmm. um and then the same thing is true on the other side there's that moment when the first gear grinds and you just go oh fuck it's it's (laughs) it's gonna be so bad it's gonna be so bad and it oftentimes is tell tell me bro on that same topic do you 
Are you privy to, say, for example, you mentioned Ben Johnson. I think you would argue that's one of the, the, the greatest feats of all time of athletic performance. Was yes. Have you managed yes. to find out what actually happened and were, were all those vectors for him pointing and it was at Olympic Games and it was all just going to come into fruition and or could maybe it wasn't all perfect and maybe he could have ran even quicker if, if something had gone his way. Do, do you know anything about what happened there? Well, Ben Johnson's a great example, and um, uh, his his coach literally uh, spent a, a long time on the road, you know, giving seminars and what have you after that. And the biggest thing he often said is that 979 should have been 960. He oh, really? literally said that that much had been given away for a number of reasons. One, if you actually watch the race, Ben Johnson spent the last three meters looking over his shoulder, trying to figure out why nobody was beside him. <laughs> so that literally slowed him down. Um, secondly, they actually uh, ever so slightly miscalculated the weather. Uh, when you're preparing, especially for track and field events on that level, you calculate the ambient temperature. You'll notice, most people don't, but if you pay attention, you'll notice that the indoor records and the outdoor records do not match. Same fucking people. What's the difference? Outside versus inside. Weather's outside, right. not inside. So they actually ever so slightly miscalculated the temperature, and it was cooler in Seoul at that time than they anticipated. And had they known that, they could have used some different hydration and some different other methods and allowed him to actually have a lower body weight. They actually maintained a higher hydration, which created a slightly higher body yeah, weight. And yeah. again, speed is all about a horsepower ratio. Yeah. They could have applied just a little bit more force to a little smaller body, which would have went a little fucking faster. Wow. So there's a million little things that could have been just that much better. So that's a real thing. Yeah, Brod's listening to you describe that and, and talking about you know how transient... Uh, skill and speed is and Rawdon listening to you talking about those final moments of a bodybuilding prep it's like mm. the the carb loading and the water and the salt yes. manipulation is the equivalent of the speed and the skill and yeah it all just it all just comes really fine arts at the top end of the taper absolutely absolutely and again like you know Rawdon's forte of you know getting athletes in shape it's no different when you do your first bodybuilding show literally you just need to learn the fundamental poses yes. and diet to a sufficient leanness like that's that's literally all that's on your mind and then the feedback from the judges is change this you know ch change this foot position change that hand position mm. build bigger arms these things and so you're again your list expands because your acuity and your uh your your, your real view is expanding yes and that's literally how how periodization should work and the unfortunate part for many, you know, recreational athletes is that list can quickly expand beyond their personal acumen. And that's where people like Rod and I, you come into the picture is we have experiences and skills in many of those areas that you know, people on a, on a ground level just, just could not and would not have. Fascinating stuff, Broads. It's spine tingling good, good when you hear that type of. Yeah, uh, I love it. And when I, 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 you know, not that I'm into track and field, but I certainly appreciate, you know, when you see those feats of of just, just uncomprehendable speed and mm. and what actually went on behind the scenes and the fact that Broad said he could have went, you know, even like just yeah. stupidly fast. Yeah. Like what the hell? It's just mind boggling. Love it. 
All right, Brides. Well, our time uh, our time for this one's starting to come to an end. But uh, we've obviously you've got the seminar that you guys are doing on the weekend. Yep, Brods, you've got a membership site which is ticking over very nicely. I do, I do. I'm I'm so bad at being commercial. It's kind of <laughs> hard to have a pay site and not be commercially minded. But I, I do have a paid site. Uh, the Team Evil GSP website, which is teamevilgsp.com, there is now an access in the middle to sign up or log in to a paid site. And on that membership site, I have uh, material of this nature, um, periodization, training design, diet, and it's all keystoned and fundamentally tied into what I guess I'm basically known for, and that is the pharmacological tie-in and uh, – continuity of all of this so it's a very pharmacologically based performance based uh material and it's mostly mine but i'm actually bringing in now some uh contributing writers and uh people producing other materials so it's slowly growing beyond just me so you won't hear me drone on endlessly there's other people droning now as well it's mm, <laughs> exciting you basically you can pay 10 bucks a month and plug yourself into broderick's brain for 10 bucks, that's uh, a good Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure that's the bargain it sounds like, but yes, yes, you can. <laughs> yeah, $9.99 a month and you can get every, everything, that all the things that keep me awake at night. Yeah, very Absolutely. Good. And, the, and, and, club. and back in Oz, uh, Australia for, for next weekend at the up in Queensland at College of Health and Fitness with Tony Attridge, uh, events.teamevilgsp.com uh, for information there. And, of course, the Sunday with uh, Gavin Heward, uh for anyone that uh, wants to hang around and uh, take part in that one, which of course is the um, motion, the language and application where you just basically become better coaches and design programs that are absolutely awesome. So massive weekend next weekend. Thanks so much for coming on today, Brods. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you absolutely. in Queensland. And uh, yes. it's always fun, man. Always fun. I love it. All right, Brods. I'll, I'll see you next weekend, mate. <laughs> see you, Brods. Yep. See ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs> There he was, Virginia. Yeah. What about that? Uh, I mean, I knew that uh, I've heard him talk about the Ben Johnson uh, example before, but I didn't know it was that much detail. It's yes. absolutely fascinating that. Uh, but you when know, you think about Brodsy, why wouldn't he know everything? everything. To do what with we that? should do, you know, what we should do, we should do a just a Brods telling stories episode. Yeah, memoirs yeah. of yeah. Broderick Chavez. Yeah, memoirs of a, a of a mad scientist or yes. something of that An nature. Evil genius, yeah. perhaps. Yep. 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 Well, that was absolutely awesome having... Uh, it had been a long time coming. Yep. We had seen him in the flesh a couple of times, uh, Sydney and Melbourne, and mm-hmm. I had the pleasure of Perth. And, of course, I've got the... For those that just can't get enough of Brods, and, uh, and look, I'll be tagging along and, you know, uh, doing my little bit in uh, Queensland, Queensland next weekend for uh, Tony Attridge and the, the College of Health and uh, Fitness up there in... Um, I think it's North Lakes, wherever that is. Mm-hmm. It's probably about an hour out. But heading up there on, uh, we're going to go up on this the the Friday, the uh, the twenty eighth. Tom, we're yep. going to have a lovely, Next Friday, uh, yeah, lovely good. workshop uh, on uh, physique prep. So basically, all yeah. of Broads and my uh, everything we know about physique preparation. You can check out all the content on the um, 
the uh, details I'll give you shortly. Yep, yep, and yep. then on the Sunday, we're going to go. Gavin's going to be there doing uh, <laughs> doing some stuff with Broad. So I will uh, bid farewell on the Sunday, Tommy. But yeah. what about the Saturday? Is that but in there? Uh, you know, he's going to be doing a. Uh, uh, Gavin's going to be uh, Gavin Hewitt is going to be presenting with <laughs> with Broads on uh, motion language and application which will be absolutely awesome. And then on the Saturday, you mentioned Saturday. Yes, we're going to do a Saturday one as well. And that uh, is actually the uh, strength and power sports on the on the Saturday with Broad. So um, events.teamevilgsp.com is uh, if you want to uh, check that out and um, get your tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, be absolutely. And uh, look, I'm going to try and pull some strings, Tommy. We are. I think we could get you up there if yeah, you really well, want, mate. Look, I mean, it's just. Mate, it's just don't, don't choose. Don't don't tell me. Short notice. Look, and look just give me a. How do you spell your last name? One uh, one e or two? E <laughs> e double t. Right. Um, the Saturday should be good, mate, because by then the um, your uh, Valium would have worn off. Like you'll be sluggish on Friday. Yeah, I'll be Come really Saturday, slow poke. Yeah. But I could do it on Thursday, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's two, three days in the system. So yeah. no, I'll be I'll be off the money all weekend, mate. It won't be the best out of me. All right, well, let's um, wrap this puppy up and send her into orbit. Let's get him back and, into orbit. Uh, Fire up the Melanin Noggin there, uh, Cam, and uh, for people that are interested in yourself, Tom, TomHewitt.com.au. <laughs> And myself, it's uh, the Dubois Method on Insta or Facey. Or you can check out the Dubois. If you want a joke, go check out the DubaisMethod.com for my uh, website. Yeah, very, very good. Bye. Bye. Bye.